Welcome to Two, Two Mike Minimum. Minimum, the comedy news that you don't hear about or care about, but we're going to make sure you hear it. Isn't that right, Sean? No. <laughs> <laughs> we're not making, I'm not making people listen to it. I don't know. <laughs> well, we, have, we, no, we, have, we have fans. Uh, I think so. A lot of people come up to me and talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Not a lot of listens on our <laughs> latest Spotify's episodes, but... I, I, I think that, that numbers <laughs> is off. On you the think Spotify it is? Thing. Yeah. Why? Just look at the Big Berry podcast, and it just it varies data. <laughs> it seriously no, like it'll go down. <laughs> this is like this is like the 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 denial phase of every podcast being like, oh no, the the numbers are off. Like yeah. you know, two listeners. I know I have more than two listeners. Now, like, there's, there's a uh, there's a there's a site you can put in like your RSS feed, and it, it can tell. I need to figure really? it out. Yeah, Steiner oh. told me about. It. I need to find. Oh, it. okay. So yeah, we'll, so we can find out the actual numbers. We'll hack into those numbers. Even yeah. though we're on, we're in that phase where we're just like, no, like you know, so many of our friends have said they listen to it. Like these numbers too, are totally wrong. Too, fair, too many of them have brought up specifics that I forgot about that they had to have listened to it at least once. Yeah, yeah. So uh, who knows? But uh, if you stuck with us to episode six, six uh, shit. a big, big heartfelt thank you from both Sean and I. Because, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, mean, we're here. We're doing this. We'd like to make it to at least ten. Yeah, we uh, want to do our decathlon. I think we'll do the decathlon four ten, right? Ten uh, ten for ten ten ten. Means ten decathlon means ten. So you want to do it October tenth or no on the tenth episode? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We'll definitely. Uh, well, we re- how do I will record it as a podcast though. I don't. I, yeah. I don't know. All right. Okay, no, we're idea. just spitballing. Is, we're just spitballing. You and I okay. haven't seen each other in a week, so okay. like yeah, over yeah, a yeah. week. So we're like, this is it's a little rust. Yeah, yeah. We're we're a little rusty, guys. Sorry, it's only episode yeah. six. You, you didn't comment me how I grew a beard in a week. <laughs> please, please stay with us, guys. We promise this will be better by at least episode fifty. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's going to continue to appear as all the work, and I'm I'm just here. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. No, but I have gotten better at editing this podcast, so it's not it's gone from taking me like an entire day to a few hours but it's still grueling that's the that's the one thing that you don't think of when you start when people start podcasting is how much it sucks editing yeah it's a pain god it's grueling at first it's fun because you're like ooh, i can play with the volume and and you know craft something like it's fun to cut things and put things together and and then after a while once you're like at minute 20 in your fifth episode you're like i don't want to deal with this anymore pretty it's, much it sucks so yeah keep that in mind if you want to start a podcast editing does suck or you can be like some podcasts and not edit and just put it out yeah or you yeah. could just <laughs> or you can just be that yeah, guy that, that sort of works too yeah i mean plenty of people do that where you know you listen to a podcast it's just like oh so and i was said like <laughs> you know yeah. you just can't hear the audio at all <laughs> yeah that's been on a number of my podcasts on the big berry podcast <laughs> really i think yours sound fine though. yeah they always, there's the the first three are like muffled well i know the one with frank the one with frankie was particularly bad i think ours is fine ours is okay the latest one i think was a bit off this one was uh the one with your ex-girlfriend well, that was pretty good that was good i the audio was a bit like it's because the room was echoey uh, yeah i was thinking like there was a bit it's of an echo uh, this the yeah. recorder has a micro external microphone and you know i, I only own two microphones so i had to use that oh, one yeah so that added yeah, a whole yeah. new dimension yeah, to yeah, it yeah yeah 
No, I think your audio quality is fine. If you want to check out good audio quality, in addition to this podcast, which I know has great audio quality, because mm-hmm. I work fucking hard on it, go check out the <laughs> Big Berry podcast. Yeah, I'm going to take a donut real quick. Sorry <laughs> if you don't like it. I'm, uh, this is We're recording early in the morning. I got my breakfast. I brought donuts for Pete. Yes, so you I'm brought a- Entman's mini frosted donuts. They're fucking good. They are. They are. They're good for what it is. <laughs> I'm not, I, I, don't, don't tell your doctor you eat these, but eat no, them. No, of course. I'm, I'm just, you know, it's like, because it's the only thing there, it's, uh, of course, I'm going to take some donuts. But like, if there was anything else and, you know, if there was like a, a pile of bananas, I'd be like, fuck it. I'll have a banana over an Entenmann's donut. Who the fuck has a banana over a donut? I mean, I wouldn't have a banana over like, I don't know, a quality donut, but over like an Entenmann's donut. Yeah. I'm feeling very, I love Entenmann donuts. No, like they're good. I'm feeling I mean, very attacked. Now you <laughs> Yeah, no, people, I'm not judging you for, for liking some, your... Some of our guests say I bully you on the show sometimes, and now I'm feeling bullied. <laughs> I'm feeling very attacked. I think that's the point of our show, though, is the fact that you're the alpha and I'm a beta, according yeah. to like you know people who love anybody, far-right channels. Anybody, anybody who ever looked at us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty obvious, yeah. Um, no, that's why I wanted you to be the co-host, because I, I thought we'd contrast each other yeah, very we do, well. We do have a good dynamic. and Yeah, we have a good dynamic where... Uh, Sean has all the testosterone and I have none. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he exudes it over me all the time. Listen, I can't if I just, I, I'm hoping something will rub off on you and then you'll start growing into a second me. Then I'll <laughs> just put on like a hundred pounds of muscle and be sweet. Yeah. I'll start wearing oversized Hawaiian shirts, but they just don't look good at me at all. Yeah, they really don't. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't fit me at all. Yeah, we'll just start, uh, we'll start dressing as each other. We'll just... Yeah. <laughs> I've always thought just like for my birthday, if we just did like a Sean Barry mic where everybody had to go up and like just dress as me. So like everybody's in a Hawaiian shirt, some jeans and shoes, and then like, you know, just do my whole persona. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love it's to a, do it's that. It's a pretty just easy to, copy, to be fair. I'd love to do that just to roast you at a mic. I was thinking about doing a roast for my 25th. Yeah, do it. Yeah. You should do it at Lucy's. Like talk to Frank. It'll to- he'll totally put it on. Yeah, I was thinking about it. Yeah. So. Then I'm like, I don't want my feelings hurt. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, and I have to do work and do because you have to do the roast back at the end. And I'm like, I don't want to do work. <laughs> I hate roast battle. I, I realize how much I suck at roast. I'm good at insulting yeah. people, suck at roasting. Roast battle, the, the format between a roast battle and like a, a typical like, you know, Comedy Central roast is very different though. Like a roast battle, it's kind of like you have to, roast battle is all about like getting it's kind of like just a yo mama contest. It's like yeah. trying to retort in a way to keep the flow on your side, yada, da, da. But like when it comes to like a normal Comedy Central roast, it's more personal. It's more just, uh, if it's hard to explain, but the style of joke writing, I would say, is very different between the two. Yeah. Yeah. So it would be fun. Should we, uh, well, what's the segment I came up with for our recap? Catch up on comedy. Time to catch up on comedy. Yeah. Time for this next song. <laughs> New song. <laughs> wiki, 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 to Mike Minimum. Yo, it's to Mike Minimum. And I'm here to say that it's Minimum, the catching up, and then the rapping soul. I was trying to do Wild Wild West. He was so prepared for that, he had to think between those songs. In, in between lyrics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think the greatest day of our lives happens... Uh, a little last over, week, a little over a week ago, yeah, yeah. We uh, after recording the last week's pod, uh, we got tickets to go. Well, we got tickets in advance, I guess, to go see. Would you call it an underground show? Yeah, yeah. Un- yeah. An underground show of Michael Che, Gerard Carmichael, and Drew Michael. 
Yes, I was. We were so lucky to get tickets to this show because our good friend, shout out to James Crowley. I wouldn't say good friend. <laughs> well, I'll say good friend. You're, you know, you can keep your opinion. I'll say yours. a guy I've recorded ten podcasts with. <laughs> Acquaintance, I've, I've recorded ten podcasts with. This person, I keep talking to every every time before recording. I go to James and I'm like, look, I'm just doing this for the paycheck. Okay, this is purely <laughs> yeah. this is purely professional. All right. Yes. What's up, guys? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, um so yeah, he. DM'd me saying uh, he took a screenshot of Michael Chase's Instagram story where he just said in a black background as all of his Instagram story uh, whatever what would you call them? No, he's just, that's, just just, a, that's basically he uses it as one would use Twitter, but for Instagram. Yeah, yeah. He just uses it's better. It's, he's, he's, he's a provocateur. You know, he's, yeah. he's like, he'll say shit. His uh, reaction to the Knicks this weekend was very, very <laughs> funny for me. Yeah, he just used a, ba- a black background and simply said, I'm doing a show with uh, Gerard Carmichael and Drew Michael uh, you, tomorrow. Tomorrow at Union Hall. Here's the event bright uh, link. Yeah, just out of nowhere. And on, on the, he said this is the poster for the show as well. And on the event yeah. website, it was just just, uh, that, just that, just their names. It was just like the just, Instagram snapshot. Yeah. The bold and, font. And James sent me this. I'm like, holy. I mean, yeah, so for me, Gerard Carmichael and Drew Michael are like my top two favorites right now. Yeah, I, was just, I remember one, Absolute of, well, I think favorites. one of the first conversations we have is about Drew Michael um was it maybe i think it was yeah because he's his it, special came out last summer on yes. hbo and that's what you're telling me you recommended it to me yeah i recommended it to everyone i mean i he's oh, i'm well, a that huge makes me fan. feel less special i'm a, <laughs> well yeah i mean it's because it was that good oh yeah only uh, only my good friend sean can appreciate the the work of a great artist so that's what i do yeah that's, that's why i recommend you um, things I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of drew um and i'm a huge fan of draw and i was like this is perfect I, i'd love to see them both so uh, i reached out to sean he Sean got a ticket just in time. I got a ticket. Yeah, literally, it was one of those yeah. things where I was like, "Fuck," because it kept being ticket not there, ticket not there. Yeah, and then I eventually went through, and I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" Because I had a show that night at Broadway Comedy Club too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, "Fuck," can I make it? And then I went on first. I'm like, "Peace." Yeah, bye. Peace. Eight people in the time audience. To, time to see some talent. <laughs> time to because I was in a, I was still in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. I was still in a bad mood that mm-hmm. uh, that day. Uh, then from we, the you know, from, from, if you listen beyond, to the beyond, last episode, beyond, beyond just that, just a bunch of other things. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Uh, I was in a bad mood, and so I was like, "All right, well, I'll go to the show. Might as well get some laughs, get a mm-hmm. get, that, get a cocktail or two, yeah, to ease my sorrows." So yeah, we go to Union Hall. They have the little under cool underground basement. Yeah, Union Hall is just your typical Brooklynite. Uh, Anti shout out to the guy taking the tickets. He was a real. <laughs> he was just such a cunt to me. Yeah, he's like, all right, he's like, like I went up to get a. I, you know, he went up to use the bathroom while we were waiting in line, and Peter was just saving our spot because we got we got there early. We we're gonna get good seats. Yeah, I was on the stairwell. Like, which... You can't do that. Go to the back of the line. Go to the back of the line. Go to the back of the line. That's exactly how he sounded. <laughs> and just being like a real cu- like I, like I was literally pointing. Like Peter was like, yeah, I was waving four too. feet away from me from I where was I was like, standing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. In his defense, like he probably deals with a lot of bullshit, so he just like kind no, of assumed. Don't, don't that, defend him, Peter. I don't know. I look at things with more nuance than do most want people. Others, do want others? Do you want to do under yourself? You know who said that? No, it's shitty. Do you know but, who said that? Um, I did uh, right now. That's who said that. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And people should listen. Wow, people should write a book about you. They should and make a religion. <laughs> Goddamn right, they should. Um, no, I just like you know. I obviously like you should have just let. You go to me, but like I could see why I could see why people are like that. Get and in the back also, of the line! 
Yeah, and and it's still annoying, but like it's not like I don't I I I look I like to see things in more nuance than most people. I think most people like to no, just fuck cast. him, fuck his yeah. stupid face, fuck yeah, his anyway. board. No, I agree. I agree. Um but what, don't support it. Right, we'll go you back to the good You interrupted my train. Oh yeah, I was like talking about how like this place is uh, well, I wanted to the get most people. gentrified bar. You it's could. it's super Brooklyn. It's super Brooklyn. They have like a what do they have in the bar? They have the bocce ball. They have in the bocce ball. ball in the bar. But uh, so the initial aesthetic is like a library, which I yeah. I, I, I admit like, I dug it. It's it's like I no I love it. I love just like those Brooklyn hideouts. Fairly reasonably priced too. That's seven bucks for beers. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, you know for Brooklyn, you know, like I'll take it. Um, uh, yeah, but then we get down there and it's packed. It's probably about what'd you say? About I would say one hundred fifty. I'd say a little less. Yeah, they probably put like one twenty. Yeah, that was my original estimate. I don't know. It's been so I'd long. Say, so I'd say between one twenty yeah. and one forty yeah. amount of people in a pretty small room. And like, you were in the back of that line too, because I was waiting for you to yeah, get, no, put, get in the back of the line. Because <laughs> I was saving Sean seat. We, we were sitting in the third row. I'm like, where the fuck yeah, is Peter, Sean? Peter got us the good seat. So yeah. fuck again. Fuck this guy yeah, at yeah, the yeah. clipboard. Uh, but um, yeah, no. So we get there and like we chill out for a little bit. And then we're just like, is there no like? No one had any clue what this is gonna be. Oh yeah, the show started like twenty minutes late. <laughs> yeah, because Che just walks out. And he's like, "Hey, uh, we're just waiting on Gerard, who's, who, <laughs> who's uh, super late." Uh, and then Gerard, and then Gerard just comes in looking like he just got off a boat. Yeah, he walks in through like one, not the back door, but like a door from the audience, which is no, no, like he, right near. No, he didn't. He, like literally, that's like the same door you could enter and exit through, like the normal. <laughs> there was no special entrance. He's just like, hey, I'm here now. Yeah, and then he just took the stage. And then with they Che. just and they just start. They took the he took the stage with Che, and then they just kind of riff, and then they uh, bring Drew out, and they and they riff a little bit, the three of them the, more. Yeah, we won't go into what they said because they asked everybody not to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing. They said nothing bad. It's just like it's, no, it was just like them riffing. It, yeah, in this day yeah. and age, though, you know, people get are, are cunts. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're gonna. I mean, honestly, like if we if we like uh, slandered one of them. It would probably gain us more listeners. So, oh yeah, we we, we just go in on. Saying, I mean, we never signed an NDA. We didn't. We're just so. like we're cool people. <laughs> as soon as they call out one guy for taking a picture, yeah. Well, so. I was taking a picture at the exact same time, but I was able to sneak it better. <laughs> yeah, no, you only got good pictures. But anyway, if you were wondering if uh, uh, Michael Che advocates for white genocide, he does. So yeah, uh, take that as you will, Michael Che. We're starting beef, uh, Fox News. Take that as you will. Yeah, uh, please leave us a link to our Spotify for our podcast if you want to. Yeah, use I love. I love. We got picked up by an alt right channel. It's <laughs> got to lean into it. No, honestly, they like someone, well. someone, some one of my good comedian friends, like made a Facebook post saying, like, look, I know how easy it is to just make money spewing alt right things online, but like we don't do it right because we're good people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like there are some comedians who. I really should do that, write down examples when I find out th- find out things. But there's a guy who used to be like super liberal and then just turned alt right to make money. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> and I'm you like, sold out to the alt right. That, that's truly selling your soul, in my opinion. Yeah, but, yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. yeah. So the show was great. Uh, we'll it was get fucking amazing. Many. It was one of those like reaffirming like this is why I like comedy. Yes. The, yeah. This is funny. There was just such good riffing. Like they did probably about 25 minutes at the top, just three of them just shooting the shit. Yeah, and then Drew did, and like... And Drew was the only one who really came to, like, do some stand-up. Yeah, because he's working on a new hour. He probably did 15 to 20 minutes. No, I think he did, like, 30, maybe. No, he did or, way less than that. I don't know. I'm, not, I'm bad at judging time. I'd say, I'd say he did 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. About 14 of which he, he he seems to have really gotten, and then about six minutes of just kind of looking at his notes and being like, 
Huh? I was so I <laughs> a classic. Open it made mic. me see. Yeah, it, it made me, me feel like oh, I do that too. That no, it made me so good. happy to see him because he's one of my favorites, and I think his. I, I think he has. He's gonna be big if he keeps doing this. He will be big at some point. Yeah, he with just his, needs- with, He has like the same uh, insight on life and comedic take as like Louis does. Yeah, uh, with and less masturbation. Yes, uh, well, that we to know our knowledge. Of, that we know of. To our knowledge. Um, but I, I agree. I agree with everything you said, Sean. Like it was one of those things where I was just like, these. This is the type of comedy I like. I mean, the venue was amazing. Like the. It's like just the, nice having audience who want to be there. Yeah, which made me really think about it for a second. And I think like truly the difference between big time comics and small time comics is that people just know their name. Yeah. Because like a lot of the stuff they talked about isn't too different from what I've heard. Like guys like us say I'm yeah. being completely honest and like their jokes are maybe a little also they know I, think, how- I think they have a better sense of themselves they have a better sense of themselves and they also know how to deliver better and you yeah know, but i'm saying it's, it's like the same thinking is no I, there. I totally agree with you though and yeah. but like but the people willing to accept it more it just comes from just that name brand recognition yeah which i feel like like they get they get the pass because gerard carmichael went up after drew and truthfully, he had nothing. He well, Gerard would, had nothing. Yeah. Gerard truly had nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing prepared. But he was still fucking hilarious for about fifteen minutes. Like he was just—he's a naturally funny like, guy. Like he was yeah. basically just going through his day and just using just as they, as he would describe it, just black charisma. He talked about his family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I loved about that show so much was the venue. Like you know, these are the venues I like. It was just like there wasn't really that big of a stage the stage was like i don't know like a foot high mm-hmm. like you'd say like almost like the lucy's stage it's a little higher than lucy's okay um and the beginning of the show the beginning of the show is just like there was no fanfare there was no host coming out being like oh you guys ready for some comedy the show be- the show's beginning was just we were like, about 12 feet away from them at all times yeah the show's beginning was just che walking on stage being like hey hey what's up <laughs> And it was so cool. Like, you know, the guy from Weekend Update just coming out and being like, hey, let's just do some comedy. That's the that's what I love so much when you like strip most of the fanfare that people add to stand up yeah. and just add this human uh, levelness to yeah. stand up. I think that's what makes it so great. So at the end, they all come back out again and tra- Chase pretty drunk. So then it just kind of it kind of just gets real and turns into like a, basically a podcast. Yeah, and it's really fun. So if that if people see Chase post about that again, we highly recommend going to see that because it's yeah. it's special. It's just like it, it felt special in the moment, you know. I mean, I don't think we'll ever see something like that again. Like just, a, I mean, well, hopefully who knows? next time it happens. It'll be, I mean, it'll I would be, love to. But hopefully next time I'll be the one on stage. Like that's yeah. the way I look at it. But like it's so rare for just three really talented comedians to just like do an impromptu show and then like well, yeah, do they, it. They said yeah. it themselves. They were there because they're friends and they don't get to hang out a lot and it's yeah. the easiest way for them to do it. Yeah. So, oh, that was, oh, that was so cool. Yeah. I love it. That's like all I want to do in stand-up though. Like I don't, honestly, <laughs> I would be, write, fu- you don't want to write jokes and perform. You no, want to no, just no, no, chill. No, it's not that. It's just that like in terms of like the shows I want to do, like I don't, I would be fine just not doing club shows. I'd be fine just doing small venues and doing shows that oh, are yeah, really no. intimate. Listen, if I those, get, those if shows are so much- is that if you just post them on Instagram and a hundred people will show up, that's the fucking dream. Yes. Like, you know, I, so we can actually skip ahead a little bit, right? Because I didn't do, did you do myself last week? Comedy wise? Oh no, I missed the Monday mic. So, <laughs> okay. So you didn't know, know, you didn't know stand up. I didn't know Stan. I was gonna do Mon- I was gonna do the Monday mic, but I, I knew you there. and James weren't gonna be there. I'm like, well, I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my friends aren't there, so. Uh, I hosted Lucy's on Wednesday. It was actually pretty good. Finally, I think it's starting to get. A I'm little- going tonight. 
to the Wednesday month? Uh, I'm not because I'm on vacation. Okay. <laughs> After this, I'm going on vacation for the next day and a half. Yeah, for all for all Sean Barry fans, just know he's on vacation. He'll yeah, be back soon. Listen, but as always, if you want to slide into my DMs and have sex with me, you can do that while I'm on vacation. Uh, but, good, uh, good luck with that, Sean. Host of the mic it was really good. We had probably about 10 people show up, which was good. Cool. So finally building that mic. If you're mm-hmm. a comedian, listen to this. Come to the Wednesday. It's every Wednesday now. Uh, just come to it. <laughs> get get good because that's that's it's actually the purpose. We're giving you more time to develop. Yes, if you're in the New York you'll area, get, you'll get five minutes on Wednesdays, but you'll get you'll get five minutes on Mondays, but you'll get seven minutes on Wednesdays. Oh, I didn't know you get seven minutes. Yeah, so that's cool. the big difference. Um, so yeah, prepare your your stories, your long winded jokes. Do anything Thursday? No, that's right. I took like a weird just like <laughs> it got to like seven o'clock. I was just at my house and I'm like. Should I be doing stand up right now? And I'm just like, oh, I have nowhere to go. So I'm like, I could have gone to Levity Live, but I'm like, I don't want to fucking go to Levity Live. I could have done the city too, but I'm like, <sighs> driving. They have a mic at Levity? Yeah, they have one every uh, Thursday now. Every Thursday? Like, it's weekly? five bucks, yeah. Every Thursday. Is it good? Probably not this Thursday, which is the 4th of July, but uh, it was the one time I went was pretty crappy. Mm, yeah. But yeah, it's a mic. It might have improved too. It was only this. It's also, first, a, it's the also first... a mic at a very big club. Like the room yeah. is so big. Well, no, they put yeah. you in a side room that's way smaller. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, they might have improved. I don't know. I might go back there again next week. Uh, I didn't do shit Friday. Did anyone do anything Friday? Oh no, I went to Frankie's show on Friday. That's what it was. Oh, how was Frankie's show? Because I didn't Frank- did not get a chance to ask him. Frankie's show was really good. Uh, everybody cool. went up, did pretty freaking well. Like I think he had about twenty two people show up. Uh, which is a good number, like That's a good you know, number. for for a new place that he's trying to perform stand up at. Yeah, uh, you know, it was a fun time. I, I enjoyed myself. I know everyone's set by heart a little bit, <laughs> but you know, I was just there to support some friends. So, you know, if you're the good thing for people, just support your friends' comedy. Like it goes a long way. Yeah, no, um, and I mean that goes for any sort of performer, like especially like if you're an actor, like go to your friends plays or whatever go to you know whatever your friend's starring in like same thing with stand-up like yeah go to your friend's shows when when uh you can because it shows you care and support for them and that that means a lot to people yeah yeah uh then i did nothing saturday nothing sunday but then yeah uh, monday i actually goes at broadway comedy club out of the blue because my friend uh Shibley quarterman she uh yes, sean gets booked regularly in the I city get, i've been yep. <laughs> it's only you know, three weeks in a row yeah yeah no i'm just i'm just, just saying just, just putting that there you get booked regularly in the city booked regularly in the city the same club over and over again <laughs> broadway which has just turned into lucy's for me but in the city uh she believes like, hey, I need someone for my show. You don't have to bring anybody, which is nice. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But even then, I was able to sell three tickets from just posting on Instagram about it. Like people were like, hey, I want to come to the show. People I like I used to, I worked with last summer that I haven't seen in basically a year. Like, yeah, we want to see you do stand. I'm like, fuck, fuck yeah. And they came out. So I was able, and the show was pretty good. It was probably about 35 people were there. Our, oh, nice. Our, uh, your good friend, my acquaintance, James Crowley was also on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good turnout. Yeah, I put out a pretty, pretty good seven minutes, I'd say. It was just like it was like fuck. All right, because I needed I needed a good show show performance. Yeah, it, it was on a streak of bombs, but like finally made up for it. I was probably about zero for four. Now I'm one for five, baby. There we go. Uh, yesterday was a tapped. Few more wins, you'll make the playoffs. Yep. Yesterday was a tapped solid mic. Cool. Had fun, and now we're here. Now we're here, and that's that's how we catch up on comedy, baby. Yes. So now we'll get into the stuff I found today. I don't have any new segments, but what I did find today 
was a, a very interesting show. Oh, wait, hold on. I didn't do my music yet. Yeah, yeah. Do your music. <laughs> <laughs> Bing. Bong. Bingity bong. You're a bingity bong. Bong. Bang. Diggy. Diggy. Bong. Bang. Bang. Dang. Diggy. Diggy. Bong. Bang. Bang. <laughs> anyway. Here we are. So I found this show uh on reddit and i went to their facebook page this isn't actually a show it's an open oh, for mic. one th- more thing i was oh. on frank pellegrino's podcast last week oh yeah out in uh, westchester out in westchester <laughs> we're at 808 social there's a clip on uh, their facebook page go check it out yes uh anyway so i found this mic this very strange mic called bomb squad it's a show in uh Uh, or sorry not austin san antonio texas don't you get him confused boy (laughs) san antonio's ain't no austonian queers yeah oh i'm gonna get get so much hate from our non-existent texan fans anyway uh so it's called bomb squad the tagline is comedy enters the nuclear age and as i told peter when he handed me this pamphlet Uh. (laughs) that's an understandable grunt comedy enters a nuclear age so this sounds intense so what does this entail so they say in their description bomb squad is an open mic audience interactive comedy competition in which audience members the bomb squad are allowed to express their displeasure with specific comedic performances by lobbing bombs at performers during their comedic set they don't specify what these bombs are. I hope they're grenades. <laughs> I hope they're and actual they, and grenades. They, they just kill the performers. <laughs> they just, <laughs> they just uh, they have to I assume d- they're water balloons. Yeah, I'm assuming it's something like that. Or I, I feel like water balloons makes most It'd sense. It'd be funny right? if it was just like jelly beans. They're like, ah. <laughs> Rocks. <laughs> I mean, so they just stone them. Yeah. You suck. <laughs> Stop talking about your dick. Yeah. Stop with the 9-11 jokes. Um, lobbing bombs at performers during their comedic set so the bomb squad audience member may also be interviewed in real time regarding their decision to bomb the specific comedian bombed comedians will be given a military escort to the bomb shelter there's so many layers to this this is so fucking bad <laughs> it's like <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a little just faster read where they will remain until the end of the show which at the time the worst community will be dishonorably discharged See, they also just change themes midway through dishonorably discharged bomb squad is different than like military thing you're right am I crazy yeah here? no no that's like because bomb squad is like a police department yeah like that's so. police you change it to regular military no it's just it's just funny how many like layers and elements are like trying to intertwine with this Open mic. Yeah, the worst community will be just to be discharged from the competition as a comedy traitor. Comedy traitor. Oh god, these people. This says it says it in all cap. I like how our show turned from talking about news and comedy to us just making fun of other people's ideas. Well, honestly, this is a shitty idea, and it's I'll a, get into it. Yeah, like, we'll, once we'll we, keep getting into it. We'll finish. Keep all right. We'll keep keep reading. So, uh, as a comedy traitor, and face a firing squad comprised of bomb squad audience members known as bomb squad snipers okay you changed metaphors again jesus christ me and no, they're just like imagine going to this this open mic and they just give you a bunch of bats like all right you're gonna you're gonna be a, a bomb a honorary no, this bomb is Texas. Squad. they might give them a gun <laughs> they just yeah no you're probably right just give them a shotgun being like oh you know it's very easy to get a gun here so yeah. here's your shotgun to uh, shoot the comedy traders yeah 
Uh, the comedians who complete their sets unscathed will be escorted to the green zone where they will remain until the final round, at which time all green zone comedians will perform five-minute sets competing for the title of Comedy Lone Survivor. The best comedian determined by audience and judges will be awarded the Comedic Medal of Honor. So they have, they have like a lot prepared put into this open so mic. So much. This is an open mic. This is an open mic. It's this not a show. Is, this is an open mic. It's not a show where they're like, okay, we're going to have like these six So at guys. this open mic, in theory, we sometimes some get 25 people doing some... This is like it's like an eight-hour fucking mic. I know. <laughs> and, and in between comics, you have audience members giving their it, two cents. Yeah, their testimonials. Like why like, they threw a rock at a comedian or whatever they... F- fucking through yeah like oh my god and then they then they go and then they have to face a firing squad and then and then you know the notary has to go through paperwork on who got executed yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta file yeah. The, the comedy notary peter <laughs> peter uh peter, do you have what it takes to face the bomb squad probably not but i don't <laughs> want to i can't see now every time i see it, i'm like i kind of want to do it now I, people fly me to texas and i'll do this uh, honestly, look if you're if you're if we were to run- set up a GoFundMe, how much do you think a t- flight to Texas costs? Six hundred bucks. Um, yeah, sure. Six hundred bucks. If you people raise six hundred dollars for my flight here and back, I will fly to San Antonio and do this mic and report it for everybody. I'll pay for my own like lodging, but you guys pay for my flight. That's a promise. I will do this. Uh, on another note, if you run Bomb Squad and you're listening to this and you don't like what we have to say about it, you can fly either of us out and we'll definitely do it. Yeah, we'll definitely do it if you run Bomb Squad. Yeah. Yeah. He flies out, we'll pay for our hotel or, you know. Fuck uh, no, I'm not paying for my hotel. Everything's got to be paid for for me. I'm not going <laughs> to. Uh, fucking hotel in Texas is like 30 bucks. All right, whatever. Sure. I'll I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. Just, I'm not saying I'm not saying we're going to stay at like a nice Marriott. No, yeah. Like a motel six. Just give me, yeah, or, give me. Or we'll just find some nice ladies who so like our comedy. after, yeah, well, <laughs> good luck with that. We won't be able to do that if we're faced in front of the bomb squad snipers, the firing bomb squad. squad. snipers. <laughs> God, I would love it. What if we turn out we go and we fucking love it? It's actually a lot of fun. I mean, it could be. Look, look okay, so here's, the, here's my issue with the show, is that this show basically wants to make the people on stage who are mostly new comics just a laughing stock to the audience. That seems like the objective to the show. It doesn't seem to be helpful for the comics. It just seems to be something for the audience members to really pick on people on stage, which I think is very, very toxic and not conducive to especially like an amateur comedy scene at all. Yeah. I mean, that's my issue. With things, we also don't know what else they do. Like, we don't know if there's other open mics in the area. We don't know if like, oh, I'm sure also, this open mic could also be like for more advanced people too coming in and doing this. That's that's true. That's it's like true, just because I mean, you're new to the scene, like it could be new. Like we are open mic comics, but I wouldn't say either of us are new to this. Yeah, yeah. We know no, what to expect. We know the pain. Yeah, I, I no, I see what you're saying. I still just like, like you tell me, uh, like uh, Josh Kincaid's an open micer. He were to do yeah. this, he'd probably make the fucking green zone. Yeah, he probably would uh, avoid the bomb squad. He wouldn't. Snipers. He wouldn't be killed. He would not be labeled as a comedy traitor. Comedy traitor. God, the fucking the labels. labels are terrible. And like, <laughs> no, everything I, we've read is verbatim. Yeah, what they, this, this is, is all. There. This is all they posted. Yeah. Um. No, I, I see what you're saying. Like, I guess, like, it, you know, if it's not for you, don't sign up for it. But I still think it's like, I don't like the idea of a comedy show that gives its power to 
a drunk, annoying audience. That's true. That's my issue. But also, every comedy show is taking in from a white, annoying, drunk audience to a certain extent. Like, if people get wasted, wasted, like, your show's over. <laughs> like, right? Like, if people are wasted. Yeah, that's at, terrible. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, and not, this, this show kind of just amplifies that to 10,000, essentially. All right, nice. And, like, look, if it's your, if this is your thing, fucking go Do for it. Go for it. But honestly, I... bomb squad. These are, like, we just talked about the things that make us love comedy, like the show that made us love comedy. This is the kind of show that makes me hate comedy. Yeah, it's so gimmicky, and, you know, people, there's people who are going to take it way too fucking seriously, and, <laughs> yeah. like, it's like... Co- no one should take a comedy show seriously, but people fucking do. <laughs> like, no one should. No one should take an open mic seriously. Yeah, especially that. And that's why I always find like, just, you see some people come in and you're like, "What are you doing here? Like, relax, <laughs> relax." Where this is. <laughs> I feel like Sean and I are thinking of the exact oh, so the same mic- comic right now. Uh, yeah, probably are. Uh, <laughs> no, but last night we had there was this like group of guys at the bar at the mic who. We're not having it. Then they were in a bad fucking mood. And then every comic just kept going in on them. And I'm like, stop. They can kick our ass. These were like, you know, some big fucking dudes. And I'm like, you guys look at me. I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fight them for you. Like, I, <laughs> were they all looking at you? Like you're going to protect them? I guess. I don't know. It was like, <laughs> I'm like, guys, we're all, we're all comedians. We are all pussies. Like I am just because I wrestled and have muscle on me does not mean I want to fight this guy. Do you think people who can fight do comedy? No. Uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, well, and, and, and I'm saying in the generalist examples, it was a joke. Like I feel like people I, think, who, I think a few people. Yeah, I feel like the the thing like I think what attracts comedy to most people is that people want to find a way to defend themselves in a yes, certain they, extent. They, they so use they, their words. That that was the joke I was going for. It's oh. Like if you know how to fight, you're not going to be a comedian because you don't need that, to. That's true. <laughs> I just say the one guy just looked like he lifted weights in the park, and just general rule for life: if a guy's lifting weights in the park, leave him alone. <laughs> like he's he's been through some shit i've never seen that you've never before. seen a dude lift weights in the park uh i mean i could believe it i've just when, he, when he's, seen just, it. When he's yeah. just got a, a fucking barbell with two forty fives on each side and just you've never seen these guys i was you thinking like a, the, i was thinking like a dumbbell like someone brought like uh, a homie like <laughs> no, I'm talking someone, about. someone brings that uh, entire bench set being like yeah. he, you've he, never seen these types of guys he beckons to a dog walker being like hey can you spot me yeah <laughs> no, I think they don't use spotters man they're just going ham I've never. You gotta seen go to that. more parks. Probably. I mean, I don't, do. I don't go out that much. So. I hang out at a lot of kids' parks. So, uh, and you and those happen at kids' parks. The yeah, people dude. benching Literally, like forty-five right, you know, down my road here to Pew Park. That happens all the time. Hey, how old are you? Ten. All right. Yeah. Can you spot me? Yeah. Get, no, you're gonna be one of my weights. <laughs> but yeah, don't fuck with those guys. Um, I, I find it so funny that people, the idea of people might just be looking at you and while they insult like really big guys being like, yeah. you'll protect us, right, Sean? And I'm like, as I've demonstrated <laughs> You're before, our comedy body there are multiple fights break out where I've literally just sidestepped the situation and ignored it. I'm like, I'm, I'm not getting involved. Oh, when a, when a fight almost broke out at, at Lucy's, I left the room. I was just like, I can't handle conflict. Yep. Same thing at, at Olive's. I watched two dudes just beat each other up while Ryan Danisco uh, is the guy who broke it up. Ryan uh, Danisco, who well, he, he Ryan Danisco, who's thinner than you. But he trained. He actually trains to in self defense. So 
He's not thinner than me. Do you, you're he's, thinking of he's muscle. Who are you thinking oh, of? Oh, I, I I confused him with Lakestream. Way different guy. I did that. I've way that different all, guy. I know, way different guy. <laughs> Completely different guy. Yeah. I've done that so many times where I've confused the two. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's, I think it's. I think the sad thing is that even though I think Denisco does more comedy than Lakestream, when I when I associate Ryan in comedy, I associate him for Lakestream first over Denisco. Makes sense. Well, you probably spend more time with Lakestream than Denisco. Yeah, I've only met him like twice. Yeah. Um. By the way, yeah, he uh, he's the guy who broke up the fight, and I was like, Nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, and he's he is a scrawnier guy than me, so good for him. Yeah. Uh, I would have uh left Olives. And then left a bad Yelp I review. I think I went on stage next. Actually, I oh, like, nice. How did I you think, do after that? Pretty well. Oh. Yeah, I think it was just like, oh, you know, I remember exactly. I had nothing for that night. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, here's what I get to riff on for the next five minutes. Is these idiots that got drunk into a fight over pool. Yeah, diffuse. I mean, there's a lot of pent up tension. So it's very yeah, you, easy you, to get you, that. You get that easy outlet, get that, baby. Get that released. Uh, yeah. Rub it out of people, essentially. Um. So yeah, that's my opinion of of, the, of the bomb, bomb squad. squad. It's just again, people fly me out to San Antonio. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll, I'll do report, it too. I'll, I'll do report, it too. I'll, I'll do it back. too. And if it's yeah, uh, we'll see if it's actually good or not. Uh, we can. I'll, we can, I'll, we I'll, there's not a lot to I'll, this. This is just another. This is their follow up post. Uh, bomb squad practice begins tonight. Some very good showings by many of the comics. Thirty took the stage, and nineteen were bombed. <laughs> Left us with 11 survivors. Congratulations to those 11. We look forward to all of you reloading and facing the bomb squad next week. Of course, we had a few MIAs tonight <laughs> when comedy called. <laughs> they did not answer. I, a wall. You missing in action. So, yeah, I guess they do a few rounds. Not, yeah. not This is just like a follow-up post. They have like a picture of a atomic how bomb. Much time, how much Yeah, atomic clown. bomb of the clown face. Which is, yeah. I, I, I like it. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, how much time are they doing initially? Because every, it, Probably yeah, like five or something. Five. That's yeah. so long. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming the and guy... Then, then the people who won come back and do more time. <laughs> well, that's why... The thing is, I'm assuming the guy who, who put on this show is very inexperienced. I didn't think about that. And that's why they said, oh, we had 11 survivors. Everyone wanted to leave because no one wanted to stay past like 12 you on, on Tuesday. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> everyone wants to go home. If and- you're going to do that, like, you have to make it do it like... It should be a show. This should be your show idea, not your open mic look, idea. This this is a show has look. I will say this is a show is would be a better idea, but as yeah. an open mic, I think it's terrible. Come on. <laughs> if it's a show, then you, all right, that's a gimmick. That's fun. You could do it on like a Friday night. You could do you know people have to do a shot after they lose or something like a yeah. shot of whiskey. Or, Make it fun for like everyone, not just like the audience members. Like it's so audi- yeah. audience focused in this regard. Yeah. Um. Here's a review uh, from Larry Gaza. Larry Garza. This is a terrible. Doesn't recommend Bomb Squad. Does not recommend it. I didn't recommend Bomb Squad either. I actually left a bad review for Bomb Squad. Here, let me read uh, Larry Gaza. Okay. This is a terrible idea and does not educate an audience on how a comedy show goes. Putting a comic who is starting out through such humiliation and giving the audience so much power can only give a negative effect to the stand-up comedy scene in San Antonio. What was that accent? Just like a, I, was, I don't a, know. It just kind of comes out. Just a. I don't. I don't know what's going to leave my lips until it's already out. <laughs> yeah. There's a disclaimer in this episode. Sean is not responsible for anything he says in this episode. He has no control People, over. I his black own out every time I do a podcast. Uh, yeah. So basically, this comic left a bad review, and then Bomb Squad responded with like 
a giant paragraph, which I don't I don't want to get into like the entire paragraph. Basically, it's just, it's a, again, yeah. thing, a lot as always. If someone goes at you on Facebook, people go twice as hard. Yeah, but like he he essentially sounds like a, a big douchebag in this paragraph, and he uses a lot of ellipses, which it, I hate yeah. so I much. Just use a fucking period. It's a sentence. You like asshole. people use ellipses as if they're dropping the mic, being like, "I made such a good point." Dot dot dot. It is not just for new comics. Dot dot dot. The real attempt is educating a comic. Dot, dot, dot. 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 <laughs> Not so much the audience. As for power, dot, dot, dot. dot. This one the asshole. audience always has the power. Like, shut uh, up. Just, if you're a person who gets in fights on Facebook, please just kill yourself. Uh, like, save the world. Do the right thing. Kill yourself if you're, if you're a Facebook fighter. Yeah. Um, like, honestly, like, I was willing to give the benefit of the dabbling. Like, maybe the guy who puts this on is a nice guy. Then I read this review. I'm like, this guy sounds like a douche. But yeah. anyway, if you're listening to this and you want to... Once again, uh, fly us out to San Antonio. Yes, we will do the Bomb Squad. Definitely. Uh, so that was Bomb Squad. Uh, if you're in the San Antonio area and you are a fan, give us your thoughts. We'd love to talk about yeah, it again. Yeah, send us an email, email us in a two-mic minimum. Email mic us at two mic minimum at gmail.com. Yep. Fuck, I forgot to mention that at the beginning. I should have uh, mentioned it's, that at the it's, beginning. It's fine. It's in our show notes, right? Um, so I guess we'll get into our next thing, which I found on a comics Facebook group. So comic Carl Adams said he needed some advice. I've just noticed that a comedian has posted two jokes now that are very, very similar to jokes that me and my brother have written. Mm. What should I do about it? So I feel like this happens. This is very common within like smaller scenes where like people feel like their jokes They're have been being stolen, ripped off, and yeah, uh, they see similar bits and they feel like a comic might have taken their bits. Uh, it's a very, very nuanced and not uh, it's a very touchy subject for people because sometimes there's uh, this thing called parallel thought where yes. literally people come to the same conclusion and you can see it almost every night on talk late night talk shows when they rip things from the headlines and like mm-hmm. you know. Uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon records in New York, but Conan records in LA, and they'll have the same joke. Yeah, because like, well, there's no way they be like it's just the sometimes it's just the obvious joke. Sometimes it's just like the thing, and then you know people sometimes just have similar life experiences. Yeah. Well, I, I actually pulled something about the Conan lawsuit. You know about that? Oh yeah, I know about that. I pulled something. We'll get into that later. But like, yeah, Sean's kind of right on the money on that. So <laughs> Nick Paladino commented saying, "I always hate when I lose a good joke to parallel thinking." However, if a joke is so simple, you can hear multiple variations on the premise. It might not be quite quality. Yeah. Well, I remember one thing. This last year, there was an article uh, about Buffalo, not Buffalo, Hooters was going under. Mm-hmm. And about five different comics at the same mic had a joke about it. But that was just it was in the news. And I'm like, all separate from it's each other. It's very easy to make a premise about that, too. Yeah. Hooters is inherently funny because it's titties and wings. <laughs> yeah. My two favorite things. Not in that order. <laughs> and open mics are always filled by men. And those men only know how to talk about two things. <laughs> yeah. You ever been to a Hooters? Uh, no. Yeah, me neither. I feel like if I went to a Hooters and I came out of a Hooters, I'd look like you. <laughs> but their wings I are, just their wings are terrible oh, i don't know that was I my just, that was my hook for the joke you know they had like a you know they had their own airline service for a little bit Hooters really? airline i did not yeah. know that no yeah they had their own airline service that eventually went under because, because why <laughs> i don't know but like it was essentially just all it was was like an airline service where they had Hooters stewardesses. So like, you know, the waitresses at Hooters were really right, stewardess. So a bunch of women with padded bras. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. I don't um, want all good tits when I'm eating. God. 
here for the food. To follow that, I think ideas, just in general, creative ideas are kind of just like the air we breathe. An idea that goes through your mind has gone through so many other minds before. Yeah. Like, I don't think any idea is really original unless it's crazy specific. Well, that's why I find... You know, telling a story is the only way to truly be unique. Because, like, if it happened to you, yeah, you know, obviously you can insert in falsehoods to make it funnier. But like, if it happened to you, no one can take that from you. Like, that's the nice part. But like, yeah, sometimes like just like because a joke is like it's hard because you like you're thinking of something and then other people are thinking because there's so many people in comedy now where it's like yeah because I know there's a case like uh, the big one obviously is Joe Rogan and Mencia. You know about that, right? Uh oh yeah yeah no I know what you're talking about yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll just give a like a <laughs> yeah, yeah. two minute recap so basically Carlos Mencia has been was stealing jokes forever from the, was it the Laugh Factory or comedy Men store Mencia uh, I, I think it was a comedy store yeah somewhere in L A basically he would go in and see people like Ari Schaefer and just take their shit and just do it for himself and uh, you know it was a big thing and then Rogan literally confronted them on stage one night and honestly I don't think that's probably the scariest scenario for anybody in the world is Joe Rogan confronting you because he really is the only person who's scary dude Joe yeah. Rogan actually I wouldn't say he's, but like if you didn't know who he was you'd be like that dude's fucking dude, scary dude Joe Rogan could come on stage while I'm performing and bully me out of giving him my material and I'd be like okay yeah <laughs> okay Mr. Rogan <laughs> you could do my jokes and then he was like hey you ever do DMT but uh yeah it was a big and that was like that was like early internet too oh dude that was like 2000s like 2007 maybe yeah i'd say it was right around my name dude did you know i i watched a joe rogan clip recently and he was talking about bush and then he said something like what's the deal it's 2005 i was like what the fuck? It was yeah. so weird. It was so weird to hear a comic do the tired premise of it's this year, but have that year be so far back. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Oh my God. That was- <laughs> it's 2005. We should have our shit together. Now <laughs> comics are like, it's 2019. We still don't have our shit Why together. Why don't we have our shit together? Yeah. <laughs> Um, where was I going with this? You know, one of my bits, my ancestry bit, which I like a lot. When I came up with that, I I never heard anyone else do ancestry do jokes. No one else was doing, or at least the joke where I was just saying like, I'm not going to spend that much money to find out how white I am. Yeah. Um, I've then a comic I really a comic I'm actually friends with, and a comic I really like. I'm not close friends with him, so I don't think he's seen my material. Like, made a Facebook post that was just it was like that. It was like the same delivery. The punchline was just not, I'm not going to f- pay that much money to find out how white I am. It was just like, I'm not going to pay that much money to put a number on how white I am. And I was just like, you know, yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't ac- I, I wasn't going to accuse him because I just thought it's like, like what's you know. What's the point? I was just like, when you accuse people though of that shit though, like silly joke on Facebook, like you're not making any money. Like I always feel like if people are doing that bit in their shows and like shit where they're getting paid, then you have a real claim. But like when I see people like getting upset over like stupid shit, I'm like, what? What are you talking about? And also, I've I've heard plenty of comics like I actually don't do the ancestry bit at Lucy's anymore because so many other comics have yeah, like alluded it's, to it's, like, it's, it's oh, a pretty, I'm so white. At this point, it's kind of a generic premise because the you yeah. know 23andMe and Ancestry.com they've really blown up as industries. You know, yeah. a lot of white people use them for some reason. And the reason why I've kept these that black people are smart enough to not give their DNA to the government. Yeah, <laughs> but the reason why I've kept that joke for so long is because I think my tag is very original and I like it a lot so okay, i'm trying to think what your tag is the tag is I, i'm liberal and the only reason people do that is because they're liberal and they want to find out some cool diversity so i'm not going to do that like i want to do it and 
find out like oh i'm two percent east asian or oh i'm ten percent gay yeah uh which like i think really is the kicker of that joke so that's yeah, why that's, i keep it the... uh but like no like i i could totally see why so many other people would think of that similar premise well, it's like me. That. It's like i have a fuck ton of <clears throat> fat jokes and yeah. guess what there's a lot of fat guys who do very similar things to me because we're fat pieces of shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, yeah i ate all this and they're like no no i ate all that too like <laughs> <laughs> So this is this is verbatim. Yeah. Alex Kolar and I wrote the exact same joke. Yeah, wrote yeah. the exact same joke one time. It was um, it was around Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and we both wrote the same joke. I'll tell you right now because none of us really use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, Thanksgiving's coming up, and everyone wrongfully assumes that this is my favorite day of the year because I get to eat like a pig. It's just another day of the year because I eat like a pig every single goddamn day. Like he and I wrote verbatim. He went on first. I literally showed it to him mm-hmm. after. Like I wrote the same fucking thing. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, that's scary. I mean, that happened to me once, a joke I wrote like a very long time ago about lottery tickets as a gift. Like, you know, how every Christmas season, the lotto always pushes advertisement being like, get your loved one, the the merry gift of a gambling addiction, you know? Yeah. Like, and I, I always, I made a joke that was just getting a lottery ticket is the worst, is almost the worst gift you can give someone because it's basically saying there's a 99% chance I gave this person absolutely nothing. And then I went on like r slash standup shots and like someone wrote like the, like the exact wording of that punchline. It's yeah. just like, it just goes to show that like, you know, people think very similarly yeah. on premises. That's why I think people should be cool about it if you yeah. do it. like, hey, man, just like, like literally just things just going up and like in person after a show. But like, hey, I've had a similar joke, man. I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm just curious. Like, like I don't, like, I don't know. Honestly, like whenever someone like brings up a joke thieving claim, I'm like 99% confident it's false. <laughs> yes. Because also, yeah, the thing that's too how it is. is like, if they are stealing it, people will know they're inauthentic. Like, yeah. It, it, like, good comedians rise above like that's just that's kind of just it cream rises to the top yeah i think like people could tell you're not being real like that's the whole point of comedy is like making you're telling your yeah jokes so like i know there's some comedians who have people write for them but that's different and also like i mean two comedians can have like a similar jokes i mean i've heard it all the time i've heard at least five comedians make the same joke about including drew michael by the way make the joke about i'm a straight guy i wish i was gay so i could fuck all the time yeah no every that's not even a joke. That, <laughs> that's just things straight dudes say all like the time. daniel sloss has done that on conan i mean yeah. i could i think has joe rogan done? i don't i don't know yeah, if joe every, rogan it's, done it's it. not it's yeah it's attack it's like yeah it's like just a joke that it's the thing dudes think because like we hear about gay dudes <laughs> fucking all the time we're like yeah i wish i can get in on that and we totally gloss over how they're persecuted by society but we're like oh yeah we, we, well, <laughs> well, well us straight white guys we just assume nothing bad's ever gonna happen to us because <laughs> yeah. well, nothing ever does and so we're like if i just do start doing other things it'll be the same way i wish i was gay so i could fuck all the time and I, then i not- wish i was black so i can dunk a basketball <laughs> <laughs> and then get shot I wish, I wish i was a woman so i can get free drinks at a bar uh what's another one there's the so many like uh that i wish yeah. i was uh i wish i can get free drinks at a bar and hopefully not get roofied by one of them yeah it's like well peter you i want to make a joke peter, about that putting roofies in girls drinks I, I should write a joke about that how about how <laughs> gloss over I, I ignored that i know <laughs> gloss over it i mean that's the that's the thing about me is that like i'm a really bad listener so if i have a train of thought I, I'll, I'll barrel i noticed you do yeah, that no, on the show I, know, I noticed that when i edit the podcast i'm like oh wow sean had a really good joke and i totally ignored just, it just ignored it yeah it makes it hurt but i want i want to write a joke about comics who do those premises and totally just gloss over the bad sides of all those demographics like why it's not awesome to be a gay man you know yeah. i wish i was a woman of color so i can get a job promotion is what that's just the thing dude say like do 
Yeah. Are women of color getting job promotions left? Yeah, and right? for like diversity hires is the joke. Oh, uh, I yeah, I guess, but that's I, uh, I, that's the thing offensive people say. Like you only yeah, got that's because a bit, of the, that, that a bit falls to the like, the angry right wing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think it's territory. all the same thing. Uh, yeah, I'd but say, I'd say there's an, different levels. And yeah, I think the gay guys can put it on a spectrum. Yeah, you can. Just, you can put it on a spectrum. Thanks for knowing me again. <laughs> yeah, sorry everyone. Brian Inslee responded saying. Written and recorded original jokes are copyright eligible. I suggest to see if your jokes qualify. Well, yeah, some people used to do that where if you uh, write your jokes down and then mail them to yourself, it counts. <laughs> well, it's so I love how flippant this is. Could you imagine like a law commercial that was specifically targeted towards joke? Have you have you or a loved one had a joke thief in your life? Call one 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 joke. I don't know. Call one eight hundred. Call Salino and Bonds. Uh, we have experience dealing with comics, and we'll get you your jokes back. You work hard for your jokes. You don't have any right to lose them. You work hard for the money. <laughs> so hard. Just like one for of those, just like one of those commercials you see on daytime television. Just oh, I guess there's a local joke lawyer yeah. who can help me with my. Can people, can people tell I'm in vacation mode yet? <laughs> I'm out, I'm wearing shorts. Yeah, he's wearing shorts. I wore he, shorts on stage last better, week, too. He's better dressed than he was when we recorded the last podcast of your place. Wow, I look good. Like, yeah, I look, you, I, you look spry. Listen, with I'm, your, I'm embracing my truth. Yeah, um, we can read a couple more of these. But, uh, actually, I wanted, I wanted to get into if a joke can be copyrighted because I actually looked no, into the... I think it can. Yeah, well, I looked into like the Conan case. If you don't, you could probably look it up. Like a guy who... Some guy a, tweeted a joke. Well, no, no, no. He's right? a guy. That- he's a guy who like he's been a comedy writer for like twenty years. He submitted. He never like worked for uh, late night, but he like submitted a lot of jokes and he got a lot of jokes on air. And then he ended up doing like a blog. Yeah. Where he, he would post like late night jokes. And so what happened was he 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 posted a joke, and the next day, Conan would do a joke that was basically the same thing, except the wording was slightly different. Uh, so eventually he sued Conan and his writing staff claiming that his, he, he said, so he got a copyright on these jokes. Like he said, he copyrighted all his jokes. I'm looking and for the said, joke itself right now. He said that Conan uh, and his writing staff infringed on his copyright. But what I found out through doing a little research is that it is very hard to claim that someone infringed a copyright on a joke. So do you know what one of the original jokes were? Uh, some there was one about Tom Brady. One about there right, we go. So let uh, ca- this guy's Caseberg's uh, first allegedly stolen joke read: A Delta flight this week took off from Cleveland to New York with just two passengers, and they fought o- over control of the armrest the entire flight. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I like that. It's not bad. Yeah, but this is very much a here we go. Tom Brady said he wants to give his MVP truck to the man who won the game for the Patriots. So enjoy that truck, Pete Carroll. <laughs> who's the coach of the, yeah, the, Seattle the Seahawks. Seahawks um yeah and then basically Conan did those jokes except the wording was slightly tweaked but here's the thing so uh when it comes to oh, third joke hold on yeah the Washington Monument is 10 inches shorter than previously thought you know the winter has been cold when a monument suffers from from shrinkage mm-hmm. um oh, and one more uh the final entry was an off-color reference to Caitlin I'm just reading the thing uh uh, this one's bad. <laughs> I know which uh, one you're talking I'm, I'm about. Looking, like, yeah. They're not list- listing it. Yeah. Well, fuck you, article. Just write the... Put the fucking joke no, in No, no, no. The joke was like... Uh, actually, no. I forgot the joke. It was something about like Caitlyn Jenner. Something about Caitlyn and Caitlyn Jenner and then cul-de-sac. And then they were like, they're going to have to change cul-de-sac to cul-de- cul-de-sac-less because it's Caitlyn Jenner. That's not that bad. 
it's like all right. It's but hacky and a little transphobic, but like, yeah. you know, um, I've heard worse. Uh, so essentially, the reason why it's hard to like claim copyright and win a lawsuit is because you can claim ownership on how you express something. So mm-hmm. how you word it, but it's you can't claim ownership on an idea. And it's very hard to prove that the way you express something is exclusively a domain of expression rather than just an idea. Yeah. So basically, with this case, the judge found that most of these jokes fell into this uh, realm of ideas, that there isn't something unique about the expression. The expression is essentially what the idea is. Yeah. Didn't, uh, they, didn't they settle it and the guy got paid? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, think, I think he did. Mm, I think they, they, But mm. like... He was seeing like $450,000 for three jokes. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> if anything, you should be equal to one day's work in the writer's room at Conan, right? Like that would make the most sense. Yeah. I mean, he definitely didn't get anything out of that. No, I think he did. To, I, I no, but when it comes to like the legal fees, he had to go through to uh, like get this. Somebody could have been working pro bono. Okay. Yeah. I guess you're right. Uh. Let's see. Conan host Conan O'Brien was sued July 2015 by Robert Alexander Caseberg, who accused O'Brien and others on the TBS show of stealing five jokes from Caseberg's Twitter account and blog. Here, O'Brien explains why he reached a settlement in the case, which had been expected to go to trial in federal courts. No, yeah, so they, he definitely got paid. This is also definitely easier just to fucking uh, pay the guy than actually go to court. Yeah, well, I know the original judge said that this is stupid. <laughs> well, it wasn't this is stupid. He just said that he didn't find anything unique about the jokes. He just said that the, yeah, these jokes kind of fell into the realm of ideas, in which case so many comedy writers are going to find the Tom Brady the same. one. Is, the Tom Brady one is like that is so obvious. Yeah, the, so many writers are going to are going to come up with that same premise that its originality doesn't belong to anyone yeah essentially because you can't just like you can't copyright an idea because then you corner the market as they say exactly uh you know like if i was if i was out here doing like i think you could tell when you're a bad person based on uh, when you masturbated on 9-11 and for me it was, <laughs> it was in between the two towers yeah i think louis would have a case no yeah because that's that's Although, very I, I always like the idea of being like a cover comic mm-hmm. like you're covering other comics materials <laughs> you're just like a fake louis like yeah yeah all right everybody this is off hilarious this is just like it's like some, it's like some 25 year old who shaved his head and dyed his hair red yeah you just do that like all right we're doing the hilarious tour for everybody who didn't see it the first time we're on netflix oh that would be so disgusting like some 25 year old being like so that's a thing uh. so here's the thing if you do like verbatim like i feel like it would work i don't know i mean but the thing is it's it's it's, it's, it's really stupid but like you know, a lot of cover bands make money. The reason why no one does a cover comic is because, it's like, stupid. comedy is so personal to people, and you can't really emulate that. You tell me somebody can't do Bill Cosby now? Um, I mean, someone can do it. Yeah, I don't think it would like, be received like, well. We, we can't let Bill Cosby do comedy more, but we let someone do his old material. That'd be fun. That'd be that'd be a nice way of making up for people. Yeah, you know, honestly, I mean, like, I've heard of I heard of a comedian who was like doing that. He claimed that he was doing Cosby's material to save it. He was like taking it as his own or something like yeah, that. A lot of people have, yeah. I've never actually watched any of Cosby's old material, but a lot of people say it was really good back in the day. Cosby essentially influenced like almost every comic that like we love, like yeah. comics who are like in their 40s, 50s. 
Cosby influenced so much of the comedy world. Like, it's hard to find a comic who's like around 40 or 50 who would say that Cosby wasn't an influence on him. Yeah, no, I was listening to uh, Colbert was on Marin this week and he was talking about how Cosby was such a huge influence on him when he was a kid. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I should check out Cosby's old material. I bet it would be fun. (laughs) Yeah, I think think you can learn a lot from him. Yeah, definitely. And just (laughs) nothing, nothing comedically, just his personal life. <laughs> oh no! Sean. Oh no! Oh no! On that one, did you check out the 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 Cosby special, Sean? He's like, oh yeah, I read all the articles. Yeah, uh, we're at an hour. Uh, mark. We're at an hour mark, by the way. Oh, I read an hour. Okay, uh, just one last thing, uh, and then I guess we'll end this. So uh, essentially, to conclude, he said that he talked to the comic and like he resolved it. He said essentially that the comic would tweak his joke slightly to make him not similar. Yada, yada yada, and he said he dropped the joke that was very similar to his brother's because it was like very very similar, probably the ca- same same vein that you and Alex your jokes were. Um, I'll go to this one response I thought was really funny though. This guy commented saying he once heard two young comics argue over who created a joke about blacks with bad credit. <laughs> that's pretty good pretty good just imagine like two white comics in the back of an open mic being like, dude, that was fucking my premise. Yeah. It's so original. It's so good. Black is so, a bad credit. Uh, no one's talking about that shit right now. Yeah, dude. It's only 2019. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that brings a full circle. Uh, but anyway, thank you so oh, much. I want to do a thing. Uh, so uh, Aziz Ansari is putting out his first special Oh, since uh, being Me Too'd uh, this, over this weekend. Yeah. So I was thinking it'd be fun to watch it, actually. That's like and a, then uh, report back. Yeah, just give some sure, thoughts on sure, him and stuff. Like, sure. yeah, I'm like, he's a pretty big name. I don't know how you feel about him comedically before all that. Uh, we'll talk about it next week. See, this is a teaser for next week, Pete. Yes, 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 uh, yes That's yes, why yes, I, think yes. it'd be, I think it'd be interesting because he's a lightning rod, I guess. Like, yeah, I don't know, it's interesting, you know. Mm-hmm. That's a, we could we start doing that as another thing, too. Just get people... Because there's so many fucking comedy specials put out on Netflix and shit now. People, they want to watch along with us and see what, how we... Yeah, and we'll talk about some specials. I'd actually love it if we, segment. we 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 could definitely do that. I'd actually love it if we like watched specials that like no one's watching, like specials that yeah. It's just because like there's a lot of like the, the we reason, could do a comedy special a week. I I yeah. I mean I I started watching a lot less specials over a period of time just mm-hmm. because I liked watching comics that no one's ever heard of a lot more because like I think comics like not saying comics who have specials are bad but like once you have a special there isn't like a hunger to really try to like grapple an audience to your side because the audience will always be on your side yeah an audience is coming out to pay to see you but when you're a comic that no one has heard of like well, they the, really the, they the, really the fight, fight for the, their audience the fight is to get the special yeah. to get the audience to get yeah. To get so that that's credit. why, like, I I would love to like watch specials of like, oh, here's like a comic who just got a special. He before that he's done nothing or you know yeah. not nothing but like okay, so things we'll, that we'll start doing. I think next yeah. week we'll do on Z's, yes. Aziz, and then from there on we'll find lower level people who have. We can even just do like fifteen or like thirty minute specials for like lower. Yeah, we can level do half com- hours. Half hours. Yeah, yeah. All right, so guys, uh, watch Aziz's new special on Netflix this weekend, and we'll then we'll have a talk about it. Yes, it's you know it's Fourth of July, so not a lot of comedy is going to be happening. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Other than that, let's wrap up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, if you are a local comic in some sort of comedy scene across the country or just are around comedy scenes, I know people like to hang out in comedy scenes, not do comedy. Uh, and if you have a story, uh, like a funny story or like a weird show someone's putting on or just something crazy that's happened in your scene, please, please, please send us an email to twomikeminimum at gmail.com and we will read your story if we like it. And we'll give you a personal shout out to you and any show you're doing, yada, yada. 
Um, you can follow me, Peter Clark Deutsch, at Westchester Woke Boy on Instagram, or you can follow me on Twitter at Clark Deutsch, Deutsch P. You can type in my full name in either of those social medias and you'll find my profile. Also follow Two Mike Minimum at Instagram and Twitter as well. All right, guys. And for me, if you like this podcast but hate Peter, I have another podcast called The Big Berry Podcast. It's very fun, a little different. It's more just kind of jokey conversations. It's fun. This past week, uh, was my ex-girlfriend came on and we broke down our relationship. So if you want to know what it's like to date me and what a misery that is, please give that a listen. Uh, other than that, uh, check my Instagram out for any future shows, BigBerry63. Uh, other than that, that's about it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete? Uh, no, anyway, uh, stay woke, uh, kiss your mom, and kiss your dad. French your dog. Friendship dog.